I feel like I feel like I owe everybody an apology. For months, maybe even a full year, I've come out here and spoke as Roman Reigns and I said a lot of things, you know. I said that I'd be here every single week. I said I'd be a fighting champion. I said I was going to be consistent and I said I was going to be a workhorse, but that's all lies. It's a lie because the reality is my real name is Joe. And I've been living with leukemia for 11 years. And unfortunately, it's back. And because the leukemia is back, I cannot fulfill my role. I can't be that fighting champion. And I'm going to have to relinquish the Universal Championship. And I'm not going to lie, I'll take every prayer you can send my way, but I'm not looking for sympathy. I'm not looking for you to feel bad for me. Because I have faith. When I was 22 years old, I was diagnosed with this. And very quickly, I was able to put it in remission. But I'm not going to lie, that was the hardest time of my life. I didn't have a job. I didn't have any money. I didn't have a home. And I had a baby on the way. And football was done with me. But you want to know who gave me a chance? The team that gave me a chance was the WWE. And when I finally made it to the main roster and I was on the road, they put me in front of all of you, the WWE Universe. And to be honest, y'all have made my dreams come true. And it didn't matter if you, you cheered me, it didn't matter if you booed me. You've always reacted to me, and that is the most important thing. And for that, I have to say thank you so much. But I want to make one thing clear. By no means is this a retirement speech. Because after I'm done whooping leukemia's ass once again, I'm coming back home. And when I do, it's not going to just be about titles and being on top. No, it's about a purpose. I am coming back because I want to show all of you, the whole world, I want to show my family, my friends, my children, and my wife that when life throws a curveball at me, I am the type of man that will stand in that batter's box. I will crowd the plate, I will choke up, and I will swing for the fences every single time. Because I will beat this and I will be back, so you will see me very, very soon. Once again, thank you so much. God bless you and I love you. Believe that.
Well, it's been an interesting week, everybody. Welcome, welcome, and thanks for listening. I, of course, am Mike Shooter Marcus. With me, as always, uh, my other half, King of Nerds, Mike Forrest, and surprisingly exiting the forest and slipping away from the grasp of that hairy, hairy bastard Bigfoot. None other than the high-fiving motherfucker himself. I almost forgot your name because I haven't said it in such a long time. AJ Spurgeon. What's up, guys? What's up, guys? What's happening? Uh, you know, well, I mean, as we just heard, it's been an interesting week. Uh, an unfortunate week. Um, and we gotta bring up something that uh, it's just not easy to talk about. It's not fun to talk about, but it's real life. And that's, you know, the announcement Monday night by Roman Reigns that he is battling leukemia apparently for the second time where I was not aware that he had it in the first place before. Were you guys? No. I'd like to say I did, but I don't there I'm, No way. <laughs> don't try to be smarky and think like you can talk like you knew everything ever about our man, Roman Reigns here. Uh, AJ, I tried. <laughs> I feel like he probably uh, didn't I, want anyone to know because I feel like they would have used this at some point in some storytelling well, you know somewhere what? along the lines. I, I, that's a good point. I actually heard uh, another podcast talking about that and saying how Vince should have used this for his character. It might have worked out where he would have got that's more over with the fans if they knew he... Well, it, no, the way they were framing it, that, I'm, it sounds out of context, but they were just saying how, like, they're surprised with all the stuff they do for cancer and everything that they didn't like let this be known. Let me rephrase it. That makes more sense. That, yeah. That this could have actually helped his character to be more popular. And they were saying how they were surprised that didn't happen. And all I thought was, you know, it's probably, it him. was probably Roman's yeah, choice. And I mean, I'm sure, I'm sure the company was aware that it was, I mean, it, they have to have his medical history. So I'm sure they knew that he had dealt with this before. Uh, and I'm sure if it was even approached, he might have said, no, nah, it's a private thing. It's in the past. I don't want to bring it back up. But according to everything we're hearing, uh, the way that this went about and he announced it was all his choice because he wants to bring attention to it and, you know, gain funding, you know, for in support for leukemia, or I should say against leukemia, for research for leukemia, uh, to be clear. Uh, but this is, this is rough, man. Like, it, it 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 is amazing to listen to fans who we know sit there and love to boo this man and to literally hear the wrestling audience stop on a dime and their attitude completely change for Joe, for the human, not the character, for the person playing the character. I think I really needed that. Yeah. Uh, it was refreshing because yeah. a lot of times you'll hear me talk on here about how much I kind of hate the audience. And it was a nice moment to kind of humanize the crowd for me. I th- I really needed that to be reminded that wrestling fans aren't just douchebags trying to get themselves over. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's it's definitely unfortunately refreshing. What a horrible way for us to get that, you know? Yeah, it was a terrible way to have it happen. And I mean, the the bottom line, guys, like, look, I'm not a doctor. I can't sit here and medically talk about this, but 
you know, I have a, a friend, a former classmate, her son, I won't mention names because I don't have permission to do that, but her son battles leukemia. He's a younger guy. He's a, I mean, he's a kid. He's like, I don't know, six, seven, something like that. I see it documented on Facebook, you know, the kid's a tough little guy, but I see the struggles and I can only imagine this is going to be a long road regardless of how strong Roman is, how, how healthy he is or how his age will probably benefit him. But I'm, I would be lying if I said I was not concerned about this. Uh, yeah, it's, yeah, but go ahead, AJ. Now it's just with <clears throat> like, Ro- <clears throat> excuse me, Roman. Just he's a good, you could tell like it feel like the way he was kind of going into that when he was speaking about his past. That going into this one. He's not, he, I believe wholeheartedly, and, and all of us here know he's not a shitbag like everybody says he is. Roman's a good dude. You can tell, and, and we, you can mm. tell how much he cares about what the fans think just right off the bat that Roman's a good dude. And, but when you really see him open up about this, and when he was talking about going to this time, I believe he is scared, you know, regardless of the resources and the, and the insurance that WWE is going to provide top notch. You know, I'm sure leukemia, cancer treatment in the world. I would hope so. They would know, they'd have access to that, you know. Yeah, and, and I mean, that's a battle we hear all the time that, you know, wrestlers should get health insurance from the company they work for. I would hope, I, I, and I don't doubt in any part of my mind, that Vince is going to help <clears throat> him out with this and make sure that he gets the best medical care he can get. Yeah, it's just, but to yeah. see that, like, really just hit the surface and stuff, it, it you know, you hope, hope, and like this is one where you say like, oh, a prayer. This is something I like. I honestly probably will pr- say a prayer for the dude because going through this and the things that you, you, when you watch somebody like this and and for years, you become like attached to that. Regardless if it's a, a fictional character, a real person, if it's a TV show, or whatever. But something like this is like it's a big deal. So it's see somebody like that, like a larger than life character humanized it's it's humbling and it's it's kind of like low-key a little scary too so you know i definitely pull for him you know and that's the thing that's that's a good point you bring up like roman reigns plays superman you know i mean he literally has a move called the superman punch i mean he's he's the new version of super cena he's roman reigns superman Uh, he has a logo on his chest for crying out loud guys like this is his character and to see this man be humble, like, ah, God, again, I hate to say it, but this is the Roman Reigns we've all wanted to see for so long. When it's talking on the mic and carrying himself, like, it sucks that it took this to get there, but, I, I mean, he put his guard down and he let himself come through, and as sad as it is, like, if he's able to do that when he returns... Because I want to talk about a return, not a what if, because I have to think he's going to return. Yeah. And when he does, it might be the biggest return in the history of pro wrestling. Yeah, especially with the way that, you know people left with injuries or, or or left the company and came back. This is a whole different level, and the the he's a top notch like superstar. Like it's. People talk about Hulk Hogan like he's a Hulk Hogan like figure, but when we're when he's done, it'll be the Roman Reigns type figure because I think he's that big, and he's really starting to come into his own. It's the sad part. 
He's going to be so over. Mm-hmm. It's good because they're going to humanize him. Like we're going to be updated on this, I would think. Oh yeah. And they're going to over the next, you know, whoever knows how long it takes. Maybe we'll say it's a year, right? And uh, maybe they caught it early and they can get it all wrapped up, take care of in a year. Over the next year, he's going to be so humanized to us. It's gonna. We're gonna see who this guy is. We're gonna find out more about him. We're not gonna get this just this arrogant Superman figure that we've got so far. We're gonna have a real human being that we can support, and it's gonna be. It's gonna be like when Hunter came back from the quad. It's gonna be insane. Yeah, I I agree, and I'll I'll uh, I'll up the ante. I think it's gonna make Hunter's return look so. I don't. I don't want to say lame because it was uh, amazing, but it's going to like Hunter's return is going to pale so much in comparison yeah. to what this has the potential to be and, when Roman Reigns comes back. And that's the gold standard. That's the gold standard of returns. It is. That is the biggest, like, when from where he was and then when he came back, the pop he got was twice as big as it was when he left. And Roman's will be similar to that growth of what it is, but it's so much more and because of all the things surrounding it, because of where I feel like all of us have even said that he, since this time around, these last six months, Romans really came into his own and gotten better on the mic. He's, but like, like you guys said, when, when he came out for that interview, not interview, when he came out to, to present everything that was going on, like he totally opened up. Everything there was completely real and promo. Or, or real life stuff, he puts that in there. Added on that, that's going to be such the the roof is going to fucking blow off the building when he comes back, dude. It's going to be crazy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, and just think with something we're going to talk about here in a minute, but we're not going to hear hear the Roman music slash Shield music for the entire time he'll be out. So when you hear the oh my music, God. we've complained so much about they should have changed. When you hear that kick in, it's just going to be absolutely insane i don't know a timeline guys but i would have to i would have to imagine at minimum a year yeah because even if he even if he gets through this shit quick he's gonna have to recover and and get into not only not only into ring shape but just back into shape this is gonna take a shit ton out of this guy yeah and and i mean i would put it i would be surprised if it's less than a year i'm just taking a ballpark and saying Sixteen months, eighteen months. I'd say conservatively, eighteen months seems about right. That's yeah. That's probably what we're looking at. We're probably looking at somewhere around two year mark. And like that's, I mean, can you think of? I I can't think of anything. Clearly, I can't think of anything in this that's ever happened similar to this. I I mean, yes, wrestlers have gotten hurt and gone away and, and rehabbed and come back. But I can't in my mind think of anyone that's been out with some kind of issue for more than, you know, eight to nine months tops. You know what I mean? I mean, like, Michaels was a there a long, long time away when Michaels left and came back in that two, it was like a two year hiatus, but he was also at like the end of his prime. So it's not, like near that, but that's the thing I can think of closest to be like a, a like yeah, they didn't and, leave the company as a whole, more or less, just like a hiatus. 
And that was that was more of a hey, I'm done wrestling. It, it wasn't a necessarily right. a Daniel Bryan. <sighs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, that's about as close as it could probably get, though. Situation because we're not going to see Roman on TV yeah, other true. than maybe a special here and there. You know what I mean? We're not going to have him in a role in the company, still participating like Brian was. So yeah, this is yeah, that's this true. Is all new territory. I mean, and he's not going and working in New Japan or Ring of Honor. He's just going to be home doing what he needs to do. You're to not going to see his face. Period for his, for his wife, his kids, right. and himself let alone to make this return to be the face of the company that, I mean, arguably he should be. Well said. And, and it's just, it's, it's, it's crazy, man. We, we, we have to talk, you know, what we have to go to the business side of it. You know, obviously all three of us here, nothing but the best Roman, uh, you know, I know you're never going to hear this, but we, we, your, our thoughts and prayers and good vibes and all that stuff is with you. And we hope you beat it. We know you're going to beat it. We know you're going to come back and do what you do. Uh, raw stands for Roman always wins. We've said that a million times and we stand by that. Now, when you look at the other side of this, what does this mean big picture wise for the company? Because this is a huge hole. Let's put the belt on Finn. Let's put the belt on Finn. Finn, 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 Finn. Now's the time, motherfuckers. Imagine put it on Braun, put it on Braun, and build a Finn versus Braun at Mania, and let the demon take down the monster. Let the demon take down the monster at Mania. Now's the time, guys. Yep. It really is. Like, this is the time for, like, and the thing is, I really. Eddie, all the fantasy booking that we've done over the last, like, two fucking years, now. Now it can all happen. The two biggest roadblocks to that were Brock Lesnar and Roman. And um, for better, Brock Lesnar, and for worse, Roman, those two roadblocks are gone. But now, all that fantasy booking shit, wide the fuck open. And, of course, there's always Seth fucking Rollins. Right. Well, oh, well, go ahead, Mike. Get to your point. What I what I want to interject here, guys, is raw open with, I mean, arguably the worst segment we ever had to listen to. Uh, you know, that's barring some other horrible shit that has happened in pro wrestling. Because yes, uh, it's people and humans are flawed. That being said, uh, who did they put out there? to try their damnedest to get the crowd back into the show after sucking the air out of the arena, Finn Balor. That has to mean something, doesn't it? I mean, that's a pretty, not only a shitty spot to be in, but also a great spot when when the company is telling you, look, our number one star is facing the battle of his life and just had to tell everybody, now you go make him happy. AJ, go ahead. Honestly, uh, when they took in, um, it was even before last, it was before uh, when Braun, we've seen that on the video where you posted on Facebook where Braun and Roman was hugging and he was saying all that stuff. But uh, when last week, whenever Drew McIntyre, 
hit him with a claymore right then and th it's almost like all this shit went together because you think about this that after that happens in that instant there the whole point of having drew mcintyre and dolph was to help him basically get the title back and the, even the odds because of the shield so that's broken and we had that tease with dean and seth when it when that open segment hit i said well there's so much for the, the dean heel turn and then the whole night you see Braun and them guys, Braun getting attacked, Braun attacking, uh, they go out, lose their titles, and then Dean flips, but Braun is basically a face again, and obviously with Roman going out, I feel like that they're just, alright, let's change plans, throw it back on Braun, and I think that is, honestly, I never even thought of that, but Mike, that is a fucking brilliant idea, you don't have to have either of those guys a heel to make this work, you put Braun against Finn, and when they were, when he was a face, those guys were like, even though they fought together, they were cool and they were, they were respectful for each other. And I think you go back to that and have him slay fucking him at Mania, but you can have Braun take that the rest of the way because you have him beat Brock straight one on one. It's not going to be, hey, somebody else pinned, you know, Paul Heyman coming out saying, well, he pinned Roman, so he didn't beat Brock. Well, this is one on one, so he takes down the beast. We don't see Brock for a while. Braun has the title, and you gotta have guys that's gonna go out of it. I think really the best bet, Finn's paid his dues. I think it's Finn's time. He hits him at fucking Mania, takes the title. Maybe he wins the Rumble, whatever. But I, I agree. I think that's a great idea. The, does Brock lose two matches in a row? Yeah, Shit, man, he's gonna, I'm worried he's about that. Pinned. Dude, I I'm really, I really think it. they're pushing that. On the brawn that they flipped him in the face immediately. Roman's doubt, so that's the guy. This is what the plan was all along. It's just now one on one instead of uh, three way. He was going to be Brock, and now Brock's or, or Roman's out. So now it's just they instead of like all night they're like, what do we do? Do we bring you have a tournament to have you know maybe two matches and then the winners. One, whoever wins out of that one faces or jumps in the three way, nothing. That they just threw, scrapped everything, and it's one on one. Brock's gonna get pinned, and then they're gonna go on. Brian will probably have that shit probably clear to mania. But I think Finn winning the Rumble is perfect. Like that is a really it's and it's a get like it's a really good underdog story. I mean, geez, that's David and Goliath. Like everybody loves that story, and have that. Be I Finn, agree. I think it's it's good. But again. Mike, does Brock lose two matches in a row? <laughs> I don't. I just. I don't know. It worries me. It really does because I could see them very easily being like, "Well, put it back on Brock, and we'll figure it out." But can well, I ask you guys this? They aren't afraid of it. Let me ask you guys this though, and this is for both of you. Do you think Roman wins that match if he doesn't go out? Yeah. Yeah. That's why I still think the the match. I think it still stays the same. Brock doesn't win. Brock's but Roman pins Braun. I don't think so. Mm -hmm. That's that's because the you think about See, it. Braun's lost. Do you think Braun's lost? Do you think Brock's back? Roman's lost. No. That's why I think he he loses. No, they no. That's why he wins. They put the title on him and they do what they've done with this damn belt since its inception almost. But let's. And I really Brock don't just think. Wins it and takes it home. I really don't think they go back there. I think they know that the people. So I mean, regardless of what it was, people complain, but it's still. But he put money in the in the fucking. Excuse me. He put fucking asses in the seats. He made him money with that title run. But I don't see them replicating that 
because Roman's gone. I think they're like, let's. I think they can still be money with Braun having the title, and Brock losing isn't even that bad because this is basically the the torch passing instead of it being Roman. It's Braun only because of cir- victim of circumstances. I still think Braun wins this. I think he honestly, it's going to be a more one sided than than we think. I think he goes in there and fucking manhandles him. I hope you're right. So let, let's do this. Let's wrap this up because we have we could talk about this for a long time, but we have so much stuff to get to this this week. Uh, let's wrap this segment up by this. I don't want you to pick who you who you want. I want who in your head, knowing Vince and the way things work. Who's the guy going forward? Who's the guy that gets this title belt? Either at Crown Jewel or directly after to carry this universal strap. Mike? Um, probably Braun Strowman. AJ? Man, I'd really like to see Dean and Seth go at it for it, but i got to say Braun. I'm going to throw you guys a curveball. Drew McIntyre. I would be okay with that. Yeah, I nice really choice. like the way him and Braun go back and forth. He's been portrayed very I, well. Yep. I wouldn't, and I've heard it talked about, I don't think it's going to go down this way, but I would not totally be surprised to somehow see him either involved in the match at Crown Jewel or part of the match at Crown Jewel now that some stuff has had to be shifted around. It's going to be interesting uh, Roman's Man, imagine, situation leaves. Um, imagine those three monsters just slamming each other around. <laughs> it would certainly be a lot of fun. Too bad I'm not going to watch it. Uh, <laughs> we'll get to that in a little bit, guys. Um, it, Roman's Roman's exit for right now, his situation, as unfortunate as it is personally, is also a big, big unfortunate situation for the company. It leaves a lot of holes. That being said, it also leaves a lot of opportunity. It will be interesting to see what the company decides to do and who steps up to the plate. We're going to take a quick break and we're going to come back and we're kind of keep talking about this and expand on it a little bit. Um, and, and let's talk about the end, I guess you would say, of the shield. Hang tight. We will be right back. So I guess right off the bat, guys, uh, Dean Ambrose a heel. Yeah, finally. <laughs> and, and About damn and time. The shield, and the shield is done, at least uh, for now, for sure. Uh, I personally loved it. How about you guys? Amen. <clears throat> it was a love-hate because... You were very upset. I was. Um, I was, I thought it was, I thought it was kind of tasteless because with everything going on now, 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 before, before you jump my bones, let me finish though. Cause it's, I can't wait to, I can't wait to jump your bones. Like I'm Bigfoot and you're ripe in the woods, baby. Because I, I think with that, as soon as that was done, now the thing I like about it 
nobody's seen that coming. I as soon as that as soon as they wave as soon as the announcement's made, I was like, wow, that's not happening now. And they t- it, now if this was the plan all along or not, um, it, it it fucking it was a home run. Like that was seriously one of the like the most shell shocking fucking heel turns. That was big. I think personally, that's bigger than Seth Rollins attacking them. I, I think it's huge. And and when he did that, the whole time what made it personal was he was just in his face screaming at him, and just like it was. It was like Dean was felt betrayed, and what, this will come out of it. And he kept screaming at him the whole time, and it was very fucking passion filled. And, and I, on the other side of it, like I said, it, it was very tasteless, but I fucking loved it. It was that was some real heel shit. He's gonna have nuclear fucking heat. He's gonna be the top fucking heel in the business because of that heel turn. Yes, yes, <clears throat> and, and I, that's why it was perfect. Yeah. And let me. Sit you aside for a minute, and I'll put you in a corner with Dave Meltzer, AJ, with your tasteless comment. The day is pro fucking wrestling, okay? And let me explain this: the minute, um, the second that Roman Reigns said, "My name is Joe," Roman Reigns is done. He doesn't exist in this universe anymore. That was a real moment. It was a real thing. It was a real situation that he was describing. And the second he left the ring and Finn Balor's music hit, the show started again. So guess what? We get to the end. That shit doesn't affect Joe. It affects Roman Reigns, who is no longer in the storyline. There's no other way they could have done it and had the, had the impact. If they had... If they would have won those titles, and then this happened next week, nobody would have gave a look, shit. Look, nobody would have gave a shit. Last week, yeah, last week, with the way they were playing and pandering to, oh wait, will, will he go with these guys or will he go with the Shield? And that, like, I, honestly, at that point, it was on my nerves. Like, I was so over it. I'm like, dude, this is stupid. But that, because that's of exactly that, if they would have waited, if, if Roman does, doesn't have leukemia, that doesn't work as well. Not even close. Because it was so boring and it was so, like, are you kidding me? They've already turned on it. Never since he's came back, they fed into this fucking thing of, Dolph, Dean's going to turn. He, he doesn't like those guys because they have titles. Like, it was so I, it was so monotonous to me because all it took for them was say, well, look, they have titles and Dean doesn't. And all of a sudden, he's mad. And all of a sudden, he feels left out only because it was brought up and it was made a thing. And, like, and as soon as this comes in, it, it knocks it out like it's it makes this like completely different like the only reason i say tasteless is because i was so over it it was boring i hated the shit and then all of a sudden that comes in and jumps in that's the only way that works the literally the only way and it's huge now so is it tasteless or is it smart booking smart booking it's very smart booking it's genius booking it, was it is seriously making, it was making uh it was making love out of nothing at all it really, it really, I mean, flat out, dude. This, this was, this was to take care of every single smart. That That's was a sitting home there, run, dude. Like, like saying, well, clearly, uh, Dean and Seth are going to win these tag titles and it's going to be a happy, right. you know, and end the show with a happy moment because uh, predictability and that's all WWE is, is predictable. And then WWE said, guess what? No, we're not. I love that. And, and the, when you take the predictability out and the shock factor, that's why, if, to me, 
I go from being just annoyed by it to absolutely loving it because it was so good. It was seriously some of the best. It was like that heel turn was like, I was shocked. I was literally, I was I was playing WWE 2K19. I already turned it on because I knew they were winning. And it was like, whatever. I started to look over here, and then I seen him hit Dirty D's. I was like, what? I immediately stopped. I was like, you son of a bitch. And when you bring pure emotion into that, that's when I'm okay with it. That's when I, I'm attracted to it. You know what I mean? Like that, I was, you had me. I was locked in after that. I was just standing there wide, like mouth wide. Like, I cannot believe that just happened. Love it. I thought it was well done. It was even a little bit, you could tell it was going to happen a little bit even. But I think the emotions of the night and what had transspired earlier, you were like, there's no way. Right. It made it transparent. Then, like, you see yeah. it happen, but it was like, no. But it's not no, going to, right? Not tonight. Yeah. Right. And it was just like a shocking moment because, wow, after they all come out and hug and cry together, that's really it right there. It was that moment at the top of the ramp where they all hug and cry and do the fist bump that moment you're like huh there's no way not tonight i mean you even made and a post this is as real oh. as it gets and then right as real as it gets mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but it was, it was expert expertly yeah. played like because like i feel is, like i feel like we all have strings on us and the puppet master just played yep. us perfectly oh dude that is seriously it is immediately like i said that is he is top fucking notch Number one heel in the company. He jumps Miz. He jumps Samoa Joe. He, I mean, Braun was there for a little bit, but he's already back before he switched. He jumps all that, dude. Like, he is. I can't wait to see this fucking heel Dean come out. Because we've been wanting it for a while, but when they teased it the wrong way, it was annoying. But when they fucking. Oh my God, I'm so pumped. I cannot wait. Yeah, that was real scumbag shit. Really? <laughs> and we like that scumbag and this, shit. I wanted someone to say to Renee on, on the announced team, be like, be like, get a hold of your man. <laughs> well, and, and, and yeah, and, and here's the thing. This does so much for Dean. And you said it, you said it best, you know, at the start of this, AJ. He's going to have the most heat in the company by far going forward yeah. with this storyline. I'm I'm interested to see what this means with the tag titles. I'm interested to see where this goes with him and Seth. I'm interested how they play this story out. Was Jason this something Jordan brewing all along? Will will I don't think so. Jason I, Jordan no, tag that's champion the worst that listen, No, that is the worst <laughs> no, but, option you could possibly oh, no, have. Okay. But did you we guys saw see him? There, did you see him yeah, in the back? I, yeah, I yes, was watching it. Yes. I was watching it. I was like, "Oh shit, Jason Jordan sighting." Yep, that's the same thing. I was like, "Oh my god, there he is! <laughs> that son of a bitch is coming for the tag titles." I, what? I mean, I'm I'm curious to see how they play this out. Is it gonna be like, you know, Roman was the glue holding this together for Dean, and now that he's out of the picture, screw it, I'm taking out Seth. I don't trust you. Yeah. Is, is it gonna be something that they don't even bring that up, and it was just something that was brewing anyway, and? Because I mean, with him something was there. And Dean what was, he was saying to Seth, bro. He was intense. Well, he was, he was, he was, he was, in, he was referring to him calling him a lunatic the week before, 
you know, watch your mouth. Why'd you say that? Did you think that was funny? Why'd you say that about me? That, you know, all this stuff. He so, is lost. Like, dude, we're about to see the best lunatic come out of Dean yet. Because like, if that's what that it was so. and the way he just let that pour out and he just just bit on to that adjective, that word. He just latched on and fucking just played that through and through. And if that's what he did, dude, that's I'm gonna I can't wait to see that character come out because Dean was just fucking straight batshit and fucking Seth's face and just pure emote. Like I I love it. Like even now, like he's might be my favorite heel right now just because of that segment. I'm really looking yeah. forward to seeing an actual lunatic Dean Ambrose. Right. Not, not that bullshit. Clown. Yeah, not like some you always said on your SmackDown. Talks, talks to plants. Yep. Let's see a real right. lunatic. Yeah, yeah, it's definitely it's definitely a good change. Um let's see if I you mean, can do this half as good as Tomasa Ciampa does. Right. <laughs> right. And he's off to a good yeah, start, we gotta I mean, say. That's, that's a tall He's that's off a tall to order, a good start yeah. though. We'll see. I mean when you he's certainly off to a good start when you literally take the biggest current faction uh, main roster and the biggest star out of the picture and you do this all in the same night after giving the fans exactly what they wanted on this night for them to win the tag titles and you basically just rip it off out of their hands out of their hearts uh it's pretty damn good yeah yeah it was, it was I, expertly done it was expertly done, guys. I want to keep talking. We'll just keep rolling. And I'm going to change a little bit of things up on you from your run sheet. But we need to talk about Evolution because WWE really didn't care to. It's a mystery. Uh, At all. The promotion. Like, and I'll, I'll be the first one to admit. I sat here with you, Mike. And, you know, I kind of stuck up for the company saying, look, they got a lot of shit they're promoting. You know, I'm sure... I'm sure once we get through the Australian show that they'll ramp up the evolution, uh, the evolution talk because it's the next show. And then it was kind of like, well, there's SmackDown 1000 and there's Crown Jewel. And yeah, and there's this woman's pay per view. And, and then we, uh, you know, we got through SmackDown 1000 and it was like, yeah, but Crown Jewel's still here. And then Crown Jewel is dominating everything, social media, uh, through the fans because of the controversy, which we're going to, we're going to get into it, guys. Uh, all this, all this nonsense, and I feel like Evolution's just like, yeah, it, it's here, it exists. Just a thought on what happened with the Evolution promotion. The sons of bitch Saudis were like, we'll throw in an extra twenty mil if you guys don't promote this bullshit woman show. Let's blame them. I'm totally good with that, dude. Of course, You're that just so makes right. things look even worse. I'm saying that the show's bullshit, but the song no, is know, probably No, I know what you're saying. saying. I know the context you're saying. Is. That it's bullshit. <laughs> That's what they're saying. Like, uh, uh, I mean, do it, right? It's already booked, but we'll pay you money to not promote it because fuck women. Like, at all. Saudi. Like, literally Saudis. at all. But somehow, well, it's I, almost sold out because Ronda and Nikki are main event. No, well, uh, it's 
claim, WWE is now claiming uh, on their quarterly call, they claim that it is sold out. Uh, the tickets that are available are from scalpers. So, <laughs> no promoting. Uh, it'll be <laughs> it's sold out. <laughs> it'll be interesting to see uh, how this goes, what the crowd looks like. Um, but I'm still excited for it. It's historic, nonetheless. Look, I. I Oh, did I want the company to promote it better? Absolutely. Did I want stories like leading up to this to be told better? A hundred percent. That being said, I'm interested to see what these women can pull off. I'm okay with the card. Is it perfect? No. But let's be honest. Usually, when the card looks underwhelming, they put on the best show. Yep. Yep. It's a good point. Yeah, because you, you, your expectations are lower, and they just exceed it because they are seriously badass. That that card with the right. The NXT girls and everything, I'm pumped. But anyway. Right. And and to be fair, uh, this is this is like, this isn't a SummerSlam. This isn't a Royal Rumble. It's not a WrestleMania. It's big for the women, yes. But this is a, this is a you know, I hate to say this and sound crude, but it's one of the throwaway pay-per-views. It is a uh, great balls of fire. It is a... Uh, payback you get where i'm going with this guys like this is not a big four no definitely not it's huge for the women yes but it's not a marquee it is it's not it's not a uh money in the bank it's not it, it's a tlc it's quite literally replacing tlc so i mean it's silly to get all up in arms about it Although I 100% will defend you getting up in arms about the promotion of it because it was horrible. That being said, we would not be doing our job if we didn't at least talk about the card a little bit. So uh, let's just go through and, you know, let's let's pick, let's give our listening audience our picks for cool with that. the historic first ever all-women's pay-per-view. You guys good with that? I'm good. Yeah. All right, so... We'll just start off with this. Uh, the Battle Royal, and officially announced, I'll just go over the names, Tamina Snuka, Billy Kay, Peyton Royce, Amber Moon, Alicia Fox, which that could maybe change with the whole uh, issues with uh, Alexa Bliss right now, uh, Nia Jax, Dana Brooke, Asuka, Mandy Rose, Sonya Deville, Carmella, Lana, Naomi, Tori Wilson, Michelle McCool, Medusa, uh, probably be going by Alundra Blaze, uh, Molly Holly, Ivory, Kelly Kelly, and Maria Canellis. And the winner is guaranteed a shot at the championship at some point in time. Here's the problem I have with this. The Rumble is right around the corner. I mean, not literally, but it's all, it's coming around. It's one of the, the this next... This isn't a Royal Rumble, AJ. It's about a Royal. They all start at once. It's completely different. But, but, it, but that's the thing. I know that's the pers- like the perspective they try to push on you for that, but it's the same result. Winner gets a title shot. Winner gets a title shot. The big difference, WrestleMania. I get that, but I just do you guys. Does that annoy you guys too, or or just like ah, eh, whatever? No, it, did it doesn't you, annoy me. It because... did until you said something about it. It, it. Well, here's the thing. What do you want them to do? Do you want them to have a battle royal so they can get as many women on the show as possible, or do you want them to have a twelve hour pay per view? I want a 12-hour pay-per-view. Yeah. Of Good for you. You women. watch that. Nothing I will be in bed. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, so, I mean, we see it all the time. They do it at Mania. That's why they have the Andre the Giant and the... Yeah, but the Andre the Giant, the they just never get anything out of it. Classic. <laughs> I mean, it they makes sense. They get a trophy. Sense. 
We're not even going to remember If you're a this. man, if you're a man and you win, you get a giant statue of Andre the Giant. If you're a woman and you win, you get an ovary trophy. What more do you want? Ovary, my uh, I, I guess the more I think about this, the more I'm okay with it because we're not even going to remember this in January. Yeah, not at all. I just don't well, like Battle I mean, the Royals. Gets a title guess, shot. The winner gets a title shot, so I, there's potential for storyline at least. So, uh, Ember Moon. Guys... Ember Moon? Tamina okay. Snooker. I AJ? think we can all agree this is Tamina Snooker's to lose. This is her time. Uh, yeah. She's due. Sure. She's due. Um, AJ? Man, I don't remember any of the women's name on the current roster that's not a part-time that you said on there, so I'm going to say Ember Moon, too. <sighs> Going with Ember Moon, Ember Moon. <sighs> you know what? That's interesting. I actually, I mean, Ember Moon's a strong pick. I think Nia Jax is the obvious, so I don't think I'm going to go with that. I'm going to, I'm going to go with Oscar. I think Oscar wins this. Another one proves that she's another a, one. A, yes, yes. And I then think she, she wins, wins the one, it. and then she wins again at the Royal Rumble. This bitch will be no, on the Royal Rumble she'll streak. she'll be champion by then. She cashes in both title shots in one night. They have a best <laughs> two out of three. <laughs> Hey, there's nothing wrong with that. There you go. She, they just put it in a triple threat match for both titles. How about that at WrestleMania? Yep. And she loses both. I like it. I like it. All right. Next on the card, we have the NXT UK Women's Championship, which Ooh. is Ryan Ripley versus Isla Dawn. Uh, Isla's I would be lying if I said I knew much about any of these women. I know Rhea Ripley, so I'm going to go with her. I just know. I've seen Isla wrestle one match, and she was she kicked ass, so I'm going to go with her. <laughs> um, Ripley's a champ, in case you were not aware. I was not aware. I'll take um, Ripley, because I like the movie Alien. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. All right. Uh, May Young Classic Final. I assure, uh, dude, you're better with the Japanese names, Mike. You want to give this one a shot? Nope. All right, fair enough. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I hate you for that. Uh, you Shiraya versus Tony Storm. Uh, May Young Classic Final. I'll be honest. I'm not too hip with the like the lady jas- Japanese wrestlers. So Tony Storm's a beast. Names. Their names are kind of... Yeah, Tony Storm's a beast. Tony Storm is a beast, and she's someone I feel like the company could totally strap a rocket to. Um, I'm going with Tony. NXT Women's Championship. Current champion, Kyrie Zane, and uh, former champion and now challenger, Shayna Baszler. Kyrie Zane. I like Baszler. I love Baszler, but I think it's time for her to move up. Yeah, that's, I that's think... why I also uh, did not pick Baszler. I think it's time for her to move up. Yeah, I, I don't think, think... I think she's know, I, I think she's down I for the before, next NXT pay-per-view, the uh, whatever one for the Survivor Series with you War Games again, which I doubt, but... War Games? Well, I don't think... I don't think it would be smart for her to... This is going to sound stupid. I think it would be better for her to lose this match and not win that title than to win that title back and then lose it a second time before moving up. Is that fair? Yeah. 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 That makes sense. 
So I think she just she may not. Yeah, you know she, what? I'm gonna go ahead and may, switch to Kyrie saying because that makes more sense. You know, I could even see a situation where Baszler goes nuts and loses a match by like a DQ. not necessarily a DQ, but like a no contest because she's just beating the ever living dog shit out of Kyrie Zane and the ref stops the match and blah blah blah. That's it. Somehow they you know then write her off at of NXT and she goes up to the main roster. I, I could be wrong, but that's how I see it. All right, the six-woman tag for nothing at all, Sasha Banks, <laughs> Bailey, and Natalia versus the Riot Squad. I'm going with Riot Squad. <laughs> yeah, Riot Squad. Here's my oh hopes for this, because this is like the most Monday Night Raw match we could have on this page. Oh, it really so, is, dude. It it's really just like, fucking let's, is. Let's throw three random chicks together to take on the Riot Squad. They're so not completely random, though, because Sasha and Bailey are friends. Natalia's Natty I hope, I hope that's what we're getting to, and I hope that this leads to a split between those two, and we actually can then build a decent story. We've where been they teasing this each other and they fight for each like other. three years now. Yeah, for yeah. do the caddy the the it's like caddy Natty. <laughs> he used to do on SmackDown. That shit cracked me the fuck up. Oh, dear <laughs> Lord, oh I dear forgot Lord. about that. <laughs> Uh, I'm, I'm natty and I hate everyone. I'm so I much better than everyone. So bad. My uh, my uncle's Bret Hart. Does anyone know that? Does anyone know that my uncle's Bret Hart? Have I said that yet? Have I said that? Oh, did you did you get some new? Did you get a new outfit? That's cute. Oh, oh. oh my All right. god. Moving on. Trish Stratus and Lita versus certainly Mickey James, possibly Alexa Bliss, depending on her concussion status, uh, or a fill-in of Alicia Fox. So it's kind of a weird thing to predict. Um, Which makes it easy to predict. Someone pins Mickey James or Alicia Fox. Yep. I think that's a fair argument uh, to make. I do think... I do think the legends go over because I don't think it's the last we see of them, especially with the rumor of uh, women's tag titles yep. coming out uh, here soon, possibly being announced at Evolution. I was really hoping that they would have a tag team uh, parlay or tournament set up that culminated at Evolution for you know the tag what? titles, did, did and I thought say, Bailey did, and... Did you just say a tag, a tag team parlay? <laughs> I may have, but if I did, just edit that out. Just fucking just hold edit on, that no, part out. We don't edit shit. <laughs> we only edit things that make me sound oh, bad, AJ. It's oh, my I show. That's how it I works. Know. Of course, if I say edit it in there, you're probably going to emphasize on it at the end, port, you know, or something where it really makes me look. That's that's moronic. not fair. Let me rephrase that. It's it's all of our shows. <laughs> it's more Mike and Mike's show. <laughs> we're always in the woods with. You're always in the woods with Bigfoot. Yeah, make it sound like it's a rape party in in the woods, and like I like choose to stay there with Bigfoot and get raped or something. Oh oh no! Oh no! I don't see you working very hard to get away. We make it clear that it's not by choice. You are very much being forced against your will (laughs) to be to like to make love to a giant. No, 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 no. See, Mike makes that clear. I'm completely under the assumption. We are very clear that this is quite against your own will. I'm completely under the belief that you just enjoy it now. 
<laughs> All right. Oh this is going God, off the rails sick. quick, guys. SmackDown Women's Championship. Last man standing match. Last, sorry, woman standing match. Uh, Becky Lynch for Charlotte Flair. Becky Lynch. Straight fire. It, it's got to be Becky, right? I think so. Oh, yeah. Dirty Pirate Hooker's all winning this one. Dirty Pirate Hooker. <laughs> <laughs> I missed what? that so much. Whatever. Actually, actually, hold on. Hold on, guys. Hold on, guys. Uh, I think Becky Lynch just entered the uh, studio. Uh, Becky, what exactly are you planning to do to Charlotte at uh, Evolution this Sunday? Oh, I'm going to break your arm, Miz. <laughs> right there in the middle of the squared circle I am, sir. Right there in front of everyone. I'm going to put her in the ring and break her arm right there in front of everyone I am, I am. <laughs> Green eggs and ham. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. I, I I like the spunk. Uh, you know, it, it, well, who's I, next oh, on I your like, hit list? Oh, my hit list. Well, I don't yeah, know. Who's next? I think next to me gonna go after that Ronda Rousey. I am. We're gonna cross pollinate shows. I like it. I like it. <laughs> it's, it's a match series. I look forward that to. That's Survivor the Survivor series we is. I'm predicting it's champ versus champ, <laughs> like always it is. <laughs> it is a possibility. Hey, listen, Becky, Pro- I know you're probably, a very, very busy woman. Probably going to lose that one, though, huh? <laughs> well, I mean, there's a good shot you will. I can't deny that. Uh, but, hey, you're a busy woman. I don't want to keep you keep you occupied. I know you got a big match to focus on. Thanks for stopping by. Spoiler alert for Survivor Series. Horse women versus horse women. <laughs> oh, my that God. Ch- that chick sounds rough. Yeah. Could you imagine she, having sex with that voice? I would have. I mean, I would have to cuff her mouth. Her fighting uh, for air would sound a lot. You'd better have than to that. gag her. You'd have to gag her for totally non-sexual purposes. Not completely non-sexual because oh the sex would have to happen. But <laughs> that would have to be not enjoyable, just yeah, so you could actually like, have. Yeah, so yeah. Could stay you're not up. gagging her as like a bonus to sex. Nope. Because you're getting it's weird. So you're gagging her like so you can actually do it. <laughs> All right, our main event, the Raw Women's Championship, uh, Ronda Rousey versus Nikki Bella. Do we, I really uh, think that they should just make this a two-on-one handicap. They really should, and just let her absolutely destroy them. I do. I just let her dude, just beat the shit them out of them on the two. mic, dude. Like she is just keeps jumping further and further ahead. I feel like that she's just it was slowly at first, but I feel like she's like taking off past everybody now. Like she's she's unreal. Can't wait to see her fucking destroy Nikki. So you're so you're both picking Rousey, huh? Oh, for sure. You say you say that like you're gonna pick Nikki Bella, right? Because I. Don't think it's out of the question. Well, I'm not saying it's going to be a clean win. I don't think it's out of the question, guys. Her winning that you think Nikki's going to get the title, though? Would it be that surprising? I mean, I guess I wouldn't be shocked, but man. Okay, let let me rephrase. Let me let me kind of restructure this question. Would it be a bad thing to have Rousey get that first loss out of the way so it doesn't become a bigger deal later that everyone gets pissed off about like they did with Asuka? Uh, probably not. And it's not like a big deal right now that she hasn't lost. We don't really 
it's not a thing and it's never been brought up never been brought up i guess nikki bell is not a the worst person to do it especially if it's because you know brie gets involved or you know you know, a multitude of women get involved. We give that, you know. I think we give that win to Tamina Snuka, though, and <laughs> we usher in a new era. I don't know where this uh, Tamina Snuka. Uh, You'll you know, note uh, that I have from. always been a Tamina Snuka supporter, even though she's terrible at her job. Uh, but I think that there's a real missed opportunity with making her. A badass. Dude, she really could have been. Like, you so many times you, you thought they you were going to do it. You don't need her now. No. Yeah, in this day and age with, like, Nia Jax and you got Shayna Baszler and Ronda Rousey. There, when there was trash. You, you don't really need her. Yeah, you don't need her to be that badass. But I think that there once she, upon a time was a realist yeah. opportunity where you could have used her weaknesses in ways that you wouldn't have needed. That they wouldn't have been weaknesses. Just let her go out there and do clotheslines. Throw bitches around and shit like that, man. Yep. Like, she just needed to be this large, like, fighting woman. And that's all she was good at anyway. But y'all kept wanting her to be her dad and shit. Like, yeah, and, like, just, have her be somebody's <laughs> manager. She was always in somebody else's corner. Yeah. And it was she like she need never... Talk. Never, she dude, like... Smash ass. Like she really John could Holmes. like I, I agree like honestly all jokes aside they missed an opportunity where she could have been a like a wrecking ball champion for four to six months and yeah. been some type of basically build her up for somebody to be an underdog and take her down and if it worked you can do something and let her run again but it's way too late for that now like there's too much there's way too much talent now yeah now I say it more just like a joke like to me the snook is there but you know Anyway, <laughs> yeah, Nikki's not bad to have, take the win. Yeah, sure. Fuck it. I'm down. Let's do it. <laughs> oh, all right, guys. I'm well, not so much like think... down for it as I am like you ever be at a bar and you've had about six to eight beers and a girl comes over and you're not like super feeling her, but she's like, you want to get out of here? And you're like, yeah, fuck it, I guess. <laughs> like... That's she's how I like, feel about this. She doesn't ask that though. She's like, "Come on, we're going." You're like, "Where are we going?" Come, yeah. Doesn't matter. Okay. Doesn't matter. Yeah, and you're like, "All right." Leaving with this chick and your friends are like, "You, you sure?" And you're like, "Yeah." She's like, and their friends are like, "All right." You're like, "See you guys tomorrow." But if you really? have that one good friend, they're like, "Are you sure?" After you've already shored once. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I was generally <laughs> that positive. Friend. I was always that friend that was like, oh, you really want to do this? Yeah, I'm going to repeat this just this once. <laughs> I, th I think she's beautiful. Fuck it, man. How about it, brother? <laughs> <laughs> oh, all right, guys. Uh, I think that wraps up Evolution. We have one more major topic from the week to talk about. Uh, oh, <laughs> you know, you know, uh, it's that... Uh, the fucking the AJ Styles herpes scandal, right? Yeah, no. And if you have info, I mean, hey, we'll talk about it. But I haven't heard that one. <laughs> nah, I was really. I wish I would have thought of a better name for that that sounded more believable. Like, I don't know. Like, who seems like who seems like they'd have herpes on the WWE roster right now? Uh, how about Heath Slater? Heath Slater? No, nah, he's no way, man. He's got kids. Yeah, I mean, you could have kids with herpes at the same time. Yeah, I just that's true. No, I'm trying to think of like someone. Uh, Elias. 
That cat, oh yeah, Elias. Has totally. herpes, right? Okay. I mean, Who he's a drifter after all. From Elias. Yeah. <laughs> Breaking news: You guys heard it here uh. first. Elias has herpes. AJ, how come every time you come on a show, shit just goes off the rails? Nah, last week was way worse. <laughs> We're gonna take a quick break. We'll be right back. And now, a reading of the Ghostbusters theme song by Drive-By's very own Real One aka Enzo Moore Ghostbusters if there's something strange in your neighborhood who are you gonna call? Ghostbusters! If there's something weird and it don't look good. We're not talking about Zoe's consensual penis. He gets checked regularly. Who are you gonna call? Ghostbusters. <laughs> Tell you this. I ain't afraid of no ghosts. I ain't afraid of no ghosts. How you doing? If you're seeing things running through your head, who you gonna call? The Ghostbusters! An invisible man sleeping in your bed. Who you gonna call? The police. If there's a man sleeping in your bed, let the Zoe tell you now. You should definitely call the police. The Zoe is a big supporter of the Me Too movement. If you listen to the real one's very first uh, hip-hop single, you would know that the Zoe supports the Me Too movement. Uh, He does not agree uh, with things that go on in this world. Uh, now, if it's a ghost in your bed, obviously, who are you gonna call it a ghost I, I ain't afraid of no ghosts. I ain't afraid of no ghosts. The Zoe also doesn't believe in ghosts. Uh, he believes in demons, though. So if you, the Zoe sees what he believes to be a ghost, he knows it's a demon. And uh, he does a, you know, uh, crosses himself. The Zoe's prepared. Holy water one. There's no, uh, does not, uh, mess with supernatural, uh, disturbances. Who you gonna call? The Ghostbusters. If you're all alone, pick up the phone and call. Ghostbusters. How you doing? Well, guys, WWE is apparently sticking to their guns. Uh, News broke a few hours before we uh, sat down to record this gem of a podcast that it's turning into. uh, That Crown Jewel is, in fact, moving forward as is. And when I say as is, I mean in flippin' Saudi Arabia. Uh, You know, the place where they just murdered a journalist, chopped him off and beheaded him, and, uh, you know... By the way, he was an American journalist. Not an American citizen, but an American journalist and a resident of the United States. Oh, man. This just feels gross. Yeah, I'm not watching this. I just... So much of me. You know, we've been following the story closely. I've been using New Age Insiders as a source because, as I've said numerous times, they're not a dirt sheet. 
they don't break news unless they are 100% sure of it or think that it's a big enough story for them to comment on. And they were following this and they were stating things. And from the sound of it, it sounded, I would have said last night, like we're going to hear today that it's canceled or it's moved more, more it's moved. Right. Uh, even so much. So some of the things we're going to get into just to, to kind of feed into that, but at least as of right now, the official statement is it is going forward. Um, so you're saying that it's not getting moved to the exotic land of Albany, New York. That was a rumor, and apparently that is not happening. The, the uh, downtown Crown Jewel is not taking place. <laughs> so, I mean, I don't know, guys. Like, like I said, this just feels all kinds of just, yeah. <laughs> Right? Yeah, I'm I'm not gonna watch this. This is I'm just like a hundred percent more likely to watch evolution than this. Well, I mean clearly. Uh for what it's worth, as of this recording, uh tickets and locations still are not announced on WWE's website. I, I don't know what that means. Oh shit, man, I got the private jet all gassed up too. I'm just waiting on them to drop that location so I can fly <laughs> out. <laughs> but I mean, it's weird. Like, and you've got you've got fans running the gamut of, I don't care. It doesn't matter to me. You know, business is business, which is a valid argument to the fans who are hashtag cancel WWE network. And I mean, hey, if that's your stance, that's your stance. I will not watch this show, much like you, King. Um, mostly, I don't want to say mostly. I'll be at work, but what I mean is. I won't even go back and watch it. I have no desire to watch this product when they're seemingly to the outsider tone deaf. Now, I say it that way because, you know, I wanted to go over some things that we don't know, some things that we know, and some things we think we know, guys. And what we don't know is we don't know what the legal ramifications of breaking this 10-year contract was, what all the actual financial implications of this could have been, or who actually made the final decision to say, we're going forward with this. Was it more than likely Vince McMahon? Sure, that's a possibility. But we don't know if, if, you know, his wife is in Donald Trump's cabinet. We don't know where any of this is coming from on the outside. I, I mean... I think that's a fair statement. Do you not? Yeah, that's. there's a lot that we don't know. And I mean... It's such... And they did it to themselves. I mean, they got in bed with Saudis. And now they're laying in it. And, and this is the shit that happens. But, you know, what we think we know is that... At least from what we've heard and what we've heard from some sources, more than just one, there was a venue picked out for an alternate location. It wasn't like a, you know, we saw a report, I saw reports, I don't know if you guys did yesterday, of, oh, they're scrambling. They're scrambling for uh, a site. This was, I think, Tuesday and Wednesday. It was all over the internet. They're scrambling for a backup. They're scrambling for a just-in-case. I'm going to tell you what I knew, at least from what I read and what I've heard, they had they they weren't scrambling. They had a site. They had a site picked out. They knew 
if they didn't go, it was going to be held in this, you know, quote unquote mystery location. So that tells me that this wasn't a hard fast. We're just going no matter what. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Yes, yeah, so, I mean, it, there's so many I, there's so many variables and everything, so it is hard to tell where or what made that go. And we'll probably never really know for sure unless something breaks and, and they do something big, which we honestly, at this point, I don't really anticipate anything coming out. I don't think the biggest news was it's staying there, and we've got probably all we'll hear. But, I mean, I don't know. I'm, I'll still watch it, um, but... I don't know. They would definitely won't have my full attention. I'm probably just going to honestly look out for the the title match and Seth and Dean's on there. I'll look for that. I, I probably won't sit down and watch the whole thing and make a like a, a watch party like I normally would with pay per views or anything like that. Probably just play Xbox while I'm doing it. But are you gonna watch it live? It's no, nah, no. Nah, I'm gonna watch it where I can skip forward. Well, you know, I'm glad that you're going to watch it because my biggest. I don't. Yeah, I question... don't want people to not watch it. If you want to watch it, like right on, man. Uh, yeah. Personally, I wasn't super interested in the show to begin with, no. and secondly, like I just you could tell it was just a, it was just one of those greatest Royal Rumble type of events that's like, eh, yeah. but it had a sour. You know, sour grapes attached to it, and that's yeah. what if you really want to watch it, makes it like, hard. Yeah, I'm not saying that anyone should not watch it. It's fucking support if, WWE, man. Watch whatever that you want to watch. Like, do yeah. your thing. If you don't care, like, right on. This is just right choices that we're making for various reasons. Right, right. right. But what I what I'm glad to the reason I'm glad you're watching it, uh, AJ, is because I'm really curious to see if they still run those damn propaganda uh, promos about how great. Saudi Arabia is, and if they insert, plus you can get chopped up for free. <laughs> I hear it's a right. fun place to live as long as you don't disagree with the government about anything. <laughs> right. I mean, and and I think my biggest problem with this is because, like, I you know, me and Mike have been talking about this for weeks. Uh, I, I've defended it from the business aspect, and I still understand that there's a lot of things that we're not aware of. Uh, that being said, my biggest problem. My biggest problem is the fact that it's not just Saudi Arabia. They're putting the show on for the guy who ordered this other guy to be murdered. Yeah, that's odd. It's very odd. And, I mean, to get back to where we started here with this, guys, uh, one thing that I do know... Not that I think we know, not that we don't know. One thing that I do know, and I think you guys will agree with me on this, is that apparently the sponsors don't give a shit. Because that was something that a lot of people brought up and a lot of people talked about. But to be quite honest with you, if we broke this down last week, Mike, we said this was probably in all possibility and likelihood over the time span of this deal, a billion dollar deal for the WWE. So long-term, it's a lot of money. Short-term, it's little chunks here and there. But, you know, if Snickers, uh, who I don't know if they still are, but they were, I believe, a big sponsor of WrestleMania, you know, 
companies like that who are big sponsors for the WWE. If Fox, who is their new billion dollar, uh, deal maker and Comcast, uh, if they don't give a shit, then they're going to go. And I feel like if they all gave a shit and said, Hey, we're pulling this, we're pulling that. Well, that's the immediate money. That's where you get the money all the time. You're not going to go if you're risking that money, right? Obviously right. not. So are people going to stop watching, uh, NBC, USA, uh, E, however, other many channels, Comcast, Universal ones. Are they going to quit watching an NFL on Fox? Uh, no, that's not going to happen. Not for this. We've, and not Maybe only that, for other already, reasons, not for this. We've already seen that the whole kneeling thing, that this really not going to change much of anything with your standpoint on that. So, right, right, right. Are you going to stop buying Snickers? Uh, they just announced one of their new sponsors for uh, 2019 is Coca-Cola. Are you not going to drink Coke products? I mean, you see where I'm going with this. These other American companies clearly don't have an issue with the one they're sponsoring going and doing the show in Saudi Arabia. So are we all kind of just blowing this out of proportion? I don't know, man. Like, I, I think it's gross, but I'm not going to cancel my network subscription. I love pro wrestling. I love WWE. It's the brand that I choose to watch. Uh, it's the brand I make the most time for. It's the brand I've grown up with. You know, I don't have to like every decision they make. And yes, this is a, this is a big one. Uh, that being said, you know, sometimes you get into these situations and now it's too little too late and they might even just be kind of fucked. You know what I mean? Right. Man, I really want a Snickers now. <laughs> Do it. But yeah, I know what you mean. So, so, I mean... I guess the bottom line is, guy, you know, this is for everybody. Do what you want. You want to cancel the network? Cool. Whatever. Uh, come listen to us. We'll tell you what's going on in the world of WWE because we're still going to be watching it. Uh, but, you know, do me a favor. If you're going to cancel the network, do it after Evolution and at least give these women, you know, the benefit of watching the show on the WWE network that they busted their asses to achieve, you know, Watch that. They already got your money for the month and cancel it after. You know, I've seen people complaining about the card for Evolution, which we went over earlier, and they're, well, we're just not going to watch it. Well, yeah, that's a lot of good you're going to do for those women who are actually putting the work in. So, you know, if you're a pro wrestling fan, at least do that much and then cancel the network. Take your money back from Vince. Do whatever you want. I feel like Vince gets painted in this really, really bad picture, and I feel like it's really unfair. Is he probably the nicest guy in the world? No, he's a businessman, and he's a successful one. So obviously he has to be shrewd and harsh at some point in time. But you also, if you listen, you hear a lot of good stories about that man and a lot of good things that he's done for a lot of people. Like, oh, I don't know, spend hundreds of thousands of dollars on rehab for people who aren't even in a company anymore? I mean, things like that. Things he does not necessarily have to do. Um, he put and, Jeff and this Jarrett is gonna in the Hall of Fame. Things that <laughs> he did put Jeff Jarrett in the Hall of Fame. This is going to be one of those things that, you know, he gets lumped into the evil Mr. McMahon character that kind of blends with reality. But it, the whole situation is just a damn mess. And I'll be honest with you guys. My biggest concern now is the safety. Uh, it, it's a safety issue, in my opinion. I would I definitely mean, be worried about that if I was like part of this company. Well, because here's the thing, guys. Like, 
when we when this controversy started when it was really just about the women, you know, and it's brought up like you know we all kind of said I still wouldn't go over there, and that was before we knew they were uh you know beheading and dismembering journalists possibly while they're still alive. Uh, I don't know politically what this means. I don't know any of the political ramifications. That being said. If something bigger goes down and they're already over there or this is going on and now the prince has access to, uh, you know, I don't know, the roster of WWE superstars and they're all American and he wants to be an asshole, could he not let them leave? I mean, that's a possibility, right? I mean, I guess, yeah. <laughs> I feel like the, the, <laughs> I, mean, I feel like they'd have to be somewhat prepared at this point. Like Vince is like probably got some fucking has some type of fucking backup or hired security that's per, Merc- like not brought to by the state. I, I mean, I don't know. It's just insane. Now, I did actually just see this. Uh, I will read it to you guys. This is from Still Real to Us. It's, uh, unfortunately, Mike, it's not our buddy Handjob Jenkins because it's a different site. But <laughs> WWE issues a statement on John Cena and Daniel Bryan refusing to work Crown Jewel. So says, everybody's been wondering if WWE would find a new location for Crown Jewel, but the company confirmed today that they will be going ahead with the event in Saudi Arabia as planned. It's been reported that John Cena and Daniel Bryan are refusing to go to Saudi Arabia, and Robbie Fox of Bar- uh, crap of Barstool recently followed up by claiming John Cena is 100% off the show. Uh, let's see. Still waiting. This is from Robbie Fox. Still waiting confirmation on Bryan, but John Cena is still 100% off the show. As reported by at I am John Pollock, the WWE were hopeful that they'd come to terms with Cena, but there has been zero change on John's end. Pro Wrestling Sheets is now reporting that they've confirmed Daniel Bryan told management he won't work the event due to the Saudi Arabian's government involvement in the death of journalist Jamal Khashoggi. When asked to comment, WWE issued the following statement. As always, we maintain an open line of communication with our, perform- with our performers and will address each situation accordingly. WWE didn't confirm whether or not Daniel Bryan will be working the event. As of this writing, John Cena is still being advertised for the World Cup tournament and Daniel Bryan is still being advertised for the WWE Championship match against AJ Styles. Uh, here's my honest opinion, guys, and what I would love to see happen is every single one of these guys just refuse to go. Mm, that'd be crazy. Yeah, that'd be nuts. Wouldn't that be insane? I, I mean, could you imagine? I mean, there's no bigger star to lead the charge than John Cena, right? Not really. So if they literally just lined up behind him and they say, Nah, we're not going, you know. Uh, Daniel Bryan's probably number two on that list at this point in time. So if you have John Cena and Daniel Bryan standing there saying we're not going, and then everybody fell in line, you'd have what? Maybe uh, one match DX versus the Brothers of Destruction? Yeah, and it'd last three hours. <laughs> it would well, totally last uh, three hours. Two and, a half, two and a half of that would be the entrances. Yes. Be the worst match ever. Oh my god, dude. <laughs> What an absolute freaking mess this is. I, I don't know. It, it, it just seems like a bad situation gone worse, going to absolutely uh, atrocious. And 
I, I love WWE. I love pro wrestling. This does make me not like them just a little bit. And it's... If they continue this relationship with the Saudi government, it's just going to be one of those things I just have to tune out for every time it comes around every year. <laughs> yeah, I'm not. I'm not excited yeah. about it at all. It's just basically glorified fucking live shows put in bit, you know, in foreign countries and blasted like it's a pay per view when the storylines most of the time aren't even attached to it. With the maybe like if there's a few of them, it's like they're made just for that, a la Undertaker, Triple H. Uh, HBK, all those guys that I mean, it's just stuff attached to it. Sometimes the storyline's just leading into is like a week long, and then when it's the pay per view's done, it's over. And you have AJ and Daniel Bryan, a few of those, but yeah, I, I'm not a fan of these at all. Like, I'm really not. I don't look forward to these like I do a, a shitty pay per view, let alone one they're getting paid billions for or, or millions or whatever the payroll Even is. Even if there wasn't. All this controversy surrounding it. It's yeah. just an awful lot to ask as a fan. Yeah. It's a lot to ask mm-hmm. your fans. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would agree. I would totally agree. Well, guys, I think I'm tapped out. Uh, I'm sad. I'm angry. I'm confused. Horny. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. You know. Feels like a typical Saturday night. Do you know? Do you know what? Do you do, do you know what would cheer you up? Uh, I, I have an know. idea. You're going to tell me what would cheer you up would be a new episode of Shooting at the Mothership, <laughs> an in-depth dissection of WCW Saturday Night Home of the Mothership here on TBS six at five PM Eastern Standard Time, baby, featuring our own uh, Mike Shooter Marcus. And its sister show, Feeling the Burn, a comprehensive review of WWF slashy Sunday Night Heat featuring the one and only Mike Shooter Marcus. <laughs> those will make you feel less of all those things. It'll be able to comfort you and tell you it's going to be okay while giving you the slowest, most passionate <laughs> hand job you've ever got. Yeah, man, this WCW shows too will be dope until like 1997-ish. Thanks. <laughs> then it'll be rough. Be rough after that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's gonna be rough before that. Um, guys, I say it every week. It's been real. It's been fun. We will catch you next time. You guys are beautiful. We love you. Have a great week. Peace, bitches. I was really hoping that they would have a tag team uh, parlay or tournament set up that culminated at Evolution. Did you just say a tag a tag team parlay? A tag team uh, parlay. Did you just say a tag a tag team parlay? A parlay. It's something weird, and it don't look good, and it's on your consensual penis. Who are you gonna call? Doctor, hey, don't call. Call the clinic. Beyond one of the one of the one of the many services offered to you at the Enzo Amore Abortion Clinic.
Who wants to get herpes from Elias? Enzo Amari, uh, uh, a herpes cream, how you doing? Man, I really want to snicker, man. Gonna be good, gonna be good post show this week. Good post show content this week. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> A tag team uh, parlay. I know, of course, if I say edit it in there, you're probably going to emphasize on it at the end, port, you know, or something where it really makes me look moronic. <laughs> <laughs>